Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Over the Wall Podcast. I am your host, Yesenia, and I'm here with... Diego. And Jocelyn. Today, we are addressing the age-old question. Why are you brown? Genetics, pretty much. (gasps) Mm, Okay. Okay. Melatonin. Well, that does it for today's episode. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in. Bye-bye. Porque eres café. I know that, uh, Diego, you had a really great story. Um, this is a little bit of an older one, but a gentleman was so adamant about you being Filipino. I am Filipino, according to this gentleman. So I used to work for Cricket way back before AT&T bought it. So we had a lot of uh, a lot of variety in customers coming in. And the one time we had this older gentleman, um, who I'm going to safely assume is Filipino, <laughs> Riding on a moped with a microwave on the back, just like chilling, like strapped down microwave. So they parked, they didn't even park in a stall. They parked in like the sidewalk in front of the building we were in. Like, so they park with this fucking microwave. They come in, they come asking a bunch of questions, blah, 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 whatever. And like somehow or for some reason, they're like, hey, so where are you from? And I was like, oh, I'm from, I'm, you know, I'm Mexican. I'm from Mexico. And they're just, stared me intently and they're like no you're filipino (laughs) and i was like wait no i'm not filipino dude like i'm mexican so we had like this back and forth for a couple minutes about how i was filipino according to them and mexican according to me i literally i just gave up i'm like you know what man you're right i'm sorry i am from the philippines i am filipino you know i just i don't know why i was like saying i wasn't you know my bad and they're like i knew it i knew you were filipino and then they just walk out of this store Hop on their moped, put this microwave on the back, and like GTFO out of there. I was like, "What the fuck just happened? Like, what is my life?" But yeah, I guess I'm I'm Filipino now. Ever since then, I mean, I I can see it. Not gonna lie, I can see it. <laughs> Not being racist, but I can see. It. So, yo, um, do you have any stories of anyone thinking that you're a different race or asking you like, "Why are you brown?" or anything that stands out? Okay, so yeah, so I've had. I don't think I've had so many people ask me if I'm from somewhere else. I think for the general part, they do stick. They might not always like guess Mexican. Um, I like I had people like, "Oh, are you from Colombia? Are you Venezolana?" Different places in like South America, Central America, Mexico. Kind of assumptions. The biggest one probably that has been more of the quote-unquote different one has been i've had someone ask me if i was like hawaiian like oh you look really hawaiian i was like oh what does that even fucking mean it means you look filipino (laughs) yeah (laughs) you look filipino so i've had that um probably to the biggest extent i haven't really had much else but yeah but for the most part i think that has that has been the most um kind of different one i've gotten haven't really gotten so much other other ethnicities races in my mix how about how about you, Yessi? Well, I know our co-host Yessi over here gets a whole slew of variety thrown at her. It's real fun stuff. And I think that in the cur- under the current presidency that there have been some more comments with varying degrees of inappropriateness that have taken place, mainly where I work, which is like an office setting, right? Um, right. But mainly I before... I would get people thinking that I was Southeast Asian. I can see it. Yeah, I've had people... Not being racist. (laughs) I've had this one lady ask me what part of Nepal my family's from. (laughs) Okay. The Mexican side. Yeah. The Mexican (laughs) side of Nepal, that's where we're from. I remember that place. (laughs) Or, you know, what part of India 
are you or your family from? I've gotten that quite a bit. When it comes to, and that's like from people that have that similar background, you know, when it comes to who I would consider to be white people, it gets worse, (laughs) right? So I used to have people approach me. I'm like minding my own business, doing, doing my thing, living my life. And usually it's like older people that would approach me and ask me, like, where are you from? And sometimes I would tell them, let them guess. And the results were always amazing because I would get a lot of Middle Eastern. I would get, oh gosh, again, a lot of Southeast Asian and stuff. And then when I would tell them I'm from Mexico, their response 90% of the time was, oh, you don't look Mexican. Thanks. To which, depending on the person and how much time and effort I had for this, I would ask, like, what does that mean? What does being Mexican, right? Like, Me- what do you what do you mean by that? Like, what does that mean, or what does that look like to you? And then they wouldn't really say anything because, like, what can you say to that without coming across as being bigot. seen as, as bigot or racist or closed minded or you know, just honestly, just like profiling me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I profile you all the time, <laughs> but I know um, in recent situations, I've had people bring up um, like my status which is always a very interesting conversation to have because like, how do we get there? Like we are here for you, sir and or madam. And yet you ask me these questions that sometimes, you know, I'll indulge depending on the person. But when people tell me things like, oh, well, you're safe and Trump can't get you. Like, what do you like? Okay. You know, it's just like, oh, you're safe. You're safe from anything. Like no one can touch you or like, oh, thank goodness. Or aren't you so relieved it's like from what right why <laughs> like martha why do you care <laughs> and then i don't know i guess they like the way that i kind of see it is that they want to show themselves as being like an ally or being a person that mm-hmm. um like supports their yes, community but then in doing so i get the sense that they like i see them in the opposite way like you're just trying to overreach and like mm-hmm. try to over explain or overextend like how cool you are with someone who is a person of color and that then just like it honestly makes me feel uncomfortable yeah. i have a black friend you know right I'm not racist yes mm-hmm. yeah or people telling me like oh you know i have um you know ladies who clean my house who speak spanish yeah. and i know some spanish and like let me talk to you in spanish and then it's like oh god or you I could w- not it's a little thing mm-hmm. i went yeah. to cancun you know your country is very beautiful <laughs> Let me guess. Did you say in the safe spots? Resort. The quote unquote safe spots, which I think is stupid too. Yeah. Anyways. Like I remember this one old guy. He was a real jerk to begin with. But then like we weren't even having the conversation of like, oh, where are you from? He's just like, I bet you're really uh, uh, relieved that you live here now. And I was like, excuse me? Someone has said that? Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. And I was like, well, I used to live in Mexico and Mexico was fine. And I loved living there and I miss living there. And there are parts that I don't like about the States and some things that I do like. Like it's a mixed bag no matter where you live. And then he just like left. Like that was kind of the end of the conversation. Like, Thanks, what bro. the fuck? <laughs> like, what, what can you say to that? Like they they have this notion that like Mexico is some like unruly, lawless country where like I, I don't know what they end what they imagine. And maybe one day I'll ask, but it's not going to be at work. Have you guys ever had people like people ask you like where are you from and then try to trace it back to somewhere specific i think definitely yes and with that and there's portions where like i catch myself i'm like oh i'm from wisconsin but then i go back like one of my things whenever someone asks me that question i make it and like i don't know it's something like i if i don't say it the way i say it it sounds wrong to me so what i do say uh, so I was born in Mexico. Um, so I always tell, so this is basically like my spiel. My spiel is, 
oh, I was born in Mexico, but I grew up in the States and I'm currently living here now. But without having, when I don't include where I'm like, oh yeah, I'm from Wisconsin. Like, let's say I'm just having a super casual conversation. Um, and I'm like, oh, I'm from Wisconsin, blah, blah, blah. Because I currently don't live in Wisconsin. But in those same conversations, whenever I do say that, like, I'm like, oh, but I was born in Mexico and I'm from Wisconsin and blah, blah, blah. Like, for some reason, I do find myself to, like I've said in other podcasts and episodes, um, it's a really big part of my identity. And when I don't say I was born in Mexico, it just, I don't know, like, I feel like I need to state that. Um, because yes, I'm brown and I guess, and we're all you know, not saying like you're less brown if you're born here, but for me, it's just, it's a, it's a big thing for me to say like, these are my roots. Even, you know, even if for the people that weren't, aren't born there, I'm like, these are my roots. These, this is something I still identify with very strongly. Both my parents are Mexican, um, I'm I am from Mexico like I'm not from the States not that there's anything bad being from here it's whatever but for me personally just it sounds wrong to coming out of my mouth when I don't include that but to like that just sounds exhausting to explain every single time now to what degree are you explaining to people like are you talking about people that you like your co-workers like new friends you know like Mm -hmm. to what you can't just be saying the same spiel to every person that you meet and like, oh, I'm never going to see XYZ person ever again. That was a waste of my time. I guess definitely, definitely with people who I'm having more of a conversation with. I think that that tends to pop up a little bit more. But I guess even with people who I might not ever see again, like talking about whenever I get in a, whenever I get in like a Uber um, and I do have another person, a uh, person of color who is my driver, that conversation or a person who's not from the U.S., that conversation sparks automatically. Yes. Like, they... Like, you can't hide that I'm a brown Latina. Like, I... There's no way for me to hide that or want to hide it, or it's just... I don't know. I think if you had some blonde hair, you could... You passes. (laughs) Or what if you do, like, white face? White face. That... that, I, I might pass with those two things. I might pass. You're not without a quemada. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, you know, people who I encounter who are either people of color or people who weren't born in the States, um, there tends to be kind of like a, just like a community question there of like, oh, where are you from? Are you from here? Um, and I'm like, oh, well, no, I was, I, I'm like, I live here. I was born in Mexico. Um, and I actually was like grew up in, in Wisconsin though. Um, so I do find myself sometimes even just explaining to like strangers who are curious about like where I'm from because at the same time they're not from here either. Um and I know like I'll never see them again. But at the same time like it just kind of I think it just feels like community of like talking about our homes and talking about um our culture or with someone who is from the Middle East and then they sparked the question like, Oh, where are you from? Blah blah blah. Like, I'm from over here. Um, sha la la la. And they're like, Oh, a lot of our words are um a lot of the words sometimes sound alike. So he was telling me like, Oh, how like pantalones in Spanish sounds um like a word that they say and I was like, Oh my god, that actually does. So he was like just sharing like other words that sound like Spanish, like, Oh, I know a little bit of Spanish, blah blah. 
I mean, they're both romantic languages, so yeah, they're gonna sound the same. Yeah, so I think like in those situations, I am like I'm finding more community in it versus when a person like wants to know where I'm really from. You know, I think there's mm-hmm. very different type of conversations and connections that you're making or someone who's trying to show you that they know about your culture and language and race versus someone who's just making some sort of connection. And I think you can tell the difference whether they're people of color or not people of color. Well, that, Yeah, that was something I wanted to touch on. Like wh- when that conversation sparks with another like POC, it's because like they know what it's like Mm-hmm. to get the you know that where are you from question so like when it comes to P- poc and poc it's like oh hey like if you notice a difference or something you're like oh where are you from i'm from here oh i'm from there like all right cool let's move on it's like no big deal mm-hmm. it's just like a now i know whatever yeah but uh like yes you said like sometimes it feels like when like a, a white person's doing it like they're trying to show how like they are an ally but mm-hmm. it just comes off as not yeah. culturally competent this old lady one time i was minding my own business at work like i usually do and she said something about the weather being nice or warm and i was like yeah it's great anything else i can help you with she's like no but i bet that you're used to the warm weather and i was like what <laughs> i was like well bitch what and i was like well i grew up in wisconsin like in walworth county and she's like well where were you originally from and i said walworth county and she's like, no, like, where were you born? And I wasn't going to give this old bitch the satisfaction of knowing anything about me because I didn't want to hear the next thing that was coming out of her mouth. And so um, I said, well, I was I was born here, right? I was born in Walworth County. And she's like, well, no, where are your parents from? And I said, they're from the same area. They're also from Wisconsin. And then she went and had the audacity to ask where my grandparents were from. <laughs> it's like... From Illinois. From- for what purpose like at that point like why if if i was if i was white and she asked me where i was from because she didn't know me it's like my first encounter with this lady and i and if i would have said connecticut she would have been like cool "Cool, you're from connecticut welcome to wisconsin but no it's like oh no from connecticut well where are your parents from where are your great-grandparents from or whatever you know like why couldn't why couldn't like why couldn't my family be from here just because i'm brown like it could not compute in her mind like brown people are it's a recent invention since the 1950s you know should tell them mm. you're from connecticut it's like show me your ancestry.com should have and sometimes i do want to ask people like well where are your parents from or like where are your grandparents from but they like no for like, some reason it's like no. oh my ancestry is 10 percent english and 15 percent french and how do people 50 percent german blah irish is sprinkled in there and i'm like cool a uh, bunch of colonizers raped my people so now i exist <laughs> i'm a product of oh, colonization and rape <laughs> oh, oh, oh. that's my jam <laughs> that should be your new answer it's my new ringtone that's, that's gonna be i think that's gonna be my new answer where are you from well you see i'm a product of colonization and rape where are you from connecticut that's real nice <laughs> thanks nancy <laughs> you're a dear yeah honey. yeah and Going off that a little bit, like being brown in the workplace. Mm -hmm. So that's obviously something you've encountered. Do you feel like that's something still like encountering of like that praise of, oh, like you're doing something cool. Like I have had someone congratulate me on getting, quote unquote, as far as I have. Mm -hmm. 
and I have a normal job. And I don't see my other coworkers get congratulated for quote unquote getting this far. Like, does he think that there was some sort of struggle to break into the finance industry? Because there really wasn't. <laughs> I saw an opening and I applied. Any other human? I showed up to the interview and I got the position. <laughs> like, whoa, for a I'm person so of, of you. your kind, oh, that's so good. For a person of color, I mean, the application was in English, and I mean, I am proficient that's a, and that's fluent in English. Sounds like a struggle. So it was kind of annoying to fill out the application, and it was such a hard struggle for me to get me to where I am. And this guy wanted to shake my hand on top of it. Did you shake him? No. How does <laughs> that work? No, but he like extended his hand, and I thought he was gonna like hand me something. So I went like like my palm up to like give me whatever he was trying to give me. And he's like, "No, I wanted to shake your hand." And I was like, "What for?" <laughs> like I was so confused. Mm-hmm. Like it made like my brain could not compute with the fact like what this guy was trying to tell me and what he was trying to congratulate me. And then I saw him again, and he said the same thing. He was like, "Oh, you're doing a great job. You're doing a great job. Yeah. Like, congratulations! Like you got this." And I was like, "What?" I know. Thanks. I'm my boss now so I can get a raise, bruh. I've been in this industry for like eight, nine years. So I'm pretty sure I know what I'm doing. So I'm still waiting for him to congratulate my other coworkers or even my boss to for his struggle to get to where he's at. No. also. eh, But he's light skinned. Let's just give you a certificate of success. I want that. And only you. I want that. So like, just to have it framed so that next time that someone does congratulate me, be like, I know I have a certificate (laughs) for it. Like excelling while like, no, something like. Being mediocre while being brown. <laughs> Something <laughs> along those lines. You're doing okay for a brown person. Yeah, this is acceptable. I would actually like that. <laughs> that I need office. that for you. <laughs> Have you ever had any situation do you go, like while being brown in the workplace or feeling... I mean, besides just- my Filipino thing? Yeah. We all know you're a Filipino. Let's move on. Like, okay, so we already talked about what I would consider like, <laughs> this is going to sound really think? bad. So there's like the curiosity. There's a curious person who wants to know where you're from and blah, blah, blah. There's an other person of color who wants to know and wants to connect on that community, right? Mm-hmm. Then we have the people who are like the quote unquote allies and are going about it the wrong way. Then there's the people who are just kind of assholes about the whole yeah. thing, right? Yes? Yes. Yes. So far, you are correct okay, on cool. all categories. Okay. Comment which one you fall under below. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only important one is when another person, at least for me, is when another person of color approaches you because then you, for me, that's like a comfort to know like, okay, we can like talk about stuff. We can chill. There's like a connection for us because like we understand certain struggles, right? Mm-hmm. But like getting a mediocre job, like getting a mediocre job and getting yeah. high praise for it. I mean, I'll take it. I guess this is what a Chad feels like. Chad. <laughs> well, do you think our parents have ever had this question asked to them? No, uh, I don't think so. Hmm. I think they fall in a very stereotypical role. Mm-hmm. I mean, that might sound kind of shitty, but but I mean, think all of our parents. Well, I mean, you and I have the same parents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How many you got? But, you know, I think they, they fall in a very stereotypical job. Oh, yeah, you're like, your mom works at a hotel. Cool. Like, yeah. Your mom works at a factory. Your dad loves landscaping. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, there's also like English proficiency as well that plays into it. Where, oh, like, yeah. if a person hears an accent, they're like, oh, they're from here. Like, they're brown yeah. and have a funny accent. They're all from Mexico yeah. or whatever. Like, they're not from here. They're immigrants. And so, you know, it's assumed. But when they see us they hear us it's like huh <laughs> it doesn't yeah. connect why don't way. you have a funny voice i do have a funny voice 
And oh, one time I did. I was asked where I was from because I had a beautiful accent. Mm-hmm. And I replied, Walworth County, Wisconsin. <laughs> nice. And he's like, no, no. Like, what? what is your accent? And I'm like, again, to live in Wisconsin. It's like, homie, I don't got no accent, dude. Yes, I am leaving now. Good day to you, sir. So I, I used to work at a restaurant. Right. So sometimes I would play this game and like the servers were in on it and everything where I would pretend to not speak English. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. So it was like, but it was like a little bougie place, slightly bougie. Was it the Hunt Club? Yeah. Okay. So we would offer sparkling water or just regular water, like regular yeah. bottled water. And then we also had like tap water. So the first thing we were supposed to do was like offer the fancy water because it costs money. So sometimes I would, when I was, playing this game where i was like just fucking around and shit i like go up to a table with like these two bottles of water and i just stand there and i was just like kind of like lift one up and like "Hmm?" (laughs) right or and then they kind of looked at me and when they looked at me like what the fuck and then i I would switch to the other one like (laughs) and then they're like oh no they're like and they would do the whole like talk slowly maybe they'll understand and so they're like Oh no, just regular water, please. Just <laughs> regular water. Agua sometimes I'd get like Oh god. And then I like that just like not in my head. <laughs> I forgot they couldn't hear me. <laughs> like they can't hear nodding. <laughs> so sometimes I would just nod in my head, right? And I'd go get the picture of like ice water, like tap water. And I'd come back and I'd be I'd like I'd grab I'd be like oh excuse me and I'd grab the glass of water and like oh here you go here's your water oh and then I'd grab God. the other glass and like here you go I'll, your server will be right with you you know we'll be with you shortly or whatever <laughs> and then like they're just like like what the fuck <laughs> that is that's good I love that so much that's an advantage of being bilingual pretending having the option to pretend that you can't speak english but yeah it's just i don't know it's just funny i didn't i I didn't do it all the time because i figured it'd get me in trouble definitely but like every once in a while i'm just like i'm just i don't feel like talking to these people i'm just gonna i'm bored today let me not speak english have you ever done that yes like not spoken english in purpose no i think that i don't think i've ever done that but i've had people look at me and assume that i don't speak english uh, when I worked at a restaurant as a, I think I was a server at that point, maybe a busser, I don't know. You know, I'd be like walking around the restaurant doing stuff and this guy comes in with his elderly father and he has a walker, but the walker is kind of like in a place where it's not supposed to be because it's by a fire is, uh, exit. And so I folded it up and I tucked it away like behind the booth and someone, I went to go do something and I forgot to tell them. They're like, oh, hey, I tucked your walker back here. And so the, the guy comes looking around. He's he's like, oh, hey, senorita, excuse me. And I look over and I go over to him and I don't say anything, but he's like, where? And he was like looking around and like making these like arm gestures, like, like what? Like like miming where is my pointing to himself and then father, (laughs) like his dad. And then he's like walker and doing the hand gesture of doing the walker. And I look at him and I look at his dad and I was like, oh, I folded it and put it behind the booth because it can't be by a fire escape. (laughs) And he's like, oh, thanks. Like, you could tell he was really embarrassed. And I lived for that moment. <laughs> yeah, uh, pretty neat. Pretty neat. times. Yeah, I think I've gotten that more so than, than, anything, than anything. It's just that before I even say anything, people will, like, will talk slower to me, louder to me. It's yeah. like, even, uh, it wouldn't, I don't think I've gotten at my current job, but in my old job, people would do that all the time. Yeah. I think you probably, like, just, like, 
speaking how you've mentioned before like sometimes it feels like people are expecting you to have this accent or not talk with such flu like fluidity in mm-hmm. your words or you're surprised by your word choices and stuff um and again these are like like the assholes um <laughs> the people that have like those big like the stereotypes still you know um there's very lovely people out there in the world that you know don't have those assumptions um i think like going off a little bit of like diego was like does it because like you know he thought it was funny like i think we've all definitely have done that there's like because we don't feel like talking to people where i've been able to like hang out with my sister and like we're at a store i'm like i'm just gonna speak spanish because i don't want to talk english and i want you to be my translator for (laughs) (laughs) for like I get um, I'll be like talking Spanish. I'm like, sí, dile a la señorita que esto no me vino y que lo quería cambiar. Um, but it's just because it's fun, and like my sister will go ahead and she'll like eye roll. So then I'll just talk in English, but with the fucking accent that I don't have. Um, <laughs> do you just want to have the power that your parents had over you? Like, translate this for me. I don't want to do the work. <laughs> I think I think that's what was happening there. I don't think I've ever been there for those. No, we'll have to do it one day. <laughs> I do um, have a story about pretending I don't speak Spanish. Oh, <laughs> So I was living in Mexico, and my cousin and I were walking down the street downtown, Morelia. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for Diego to be like, Morelia. So my, <laughs> my cousin gets this, she gets feedback that people think she's European. She gets French a lot, and we do not know why. I mean, she's very, very pale with uh-huh. very light hair. And she's totally wit at like like she went on a school field trip one time with her high school and they wanted to charge her the tourist fee because they did not believe she was with her school. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, so her, she and I are um, walking down the street and uh, there was these like banks that were handing out flyers and stuff. And then they were like, oh, well, like come in and open an account and like all this stuff. And they were just like being really loud and we were so over it because we weren't all about that life at the time and so we walked by and the guy's like hey take a pamphlet and i guess i should have said this at the beginning but my cousin does not speak a word of english Mm -hmm. like that was she took english in school as like an elective but she hated it she never got good grades and so she like doesn't know anything maybe Uh like no and so she looks at the guy she looks at me and she's like what (laughs) And the guy looks at her, and then he looks at me, and I was like, excuse me? <laughs> and he's like, oh, oh, I'm really sorry. I um, ha- Have a nice day. <laughs> and we were like, oh. Well, it was more like yeah. me. Like, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Like, have a good day and stuff. And my cousin was like, oh, my God. I can't believe you pulled that off. Oh, there and, was. Oh, sorry. Oh there was no. another one. I was living my life in Mexico. I'm at my house and someone knocks on the door. And like, usually it's like someone trying to sell something or someone trying to sell me on their religion or whatever. And so I open the door and there's this guy holding like a box of like baked goods. And okay, pan. no, he, he, he was like, I'm part of this like um, group of people. It's kind of like, like a sobriety group or something, mm-hmm. right? Like AA, but they live in this like house and he's oh, like, okay. and we, yeah. And he's like, and we, we sell these baked goods that we make to help support like our community and help support like our, uh, our sobriety, you know, mm-hmm. cause a lot of people like might not be able to work, you know, while they try to be sober and stuff. And so he kind of went on this spiel and I was like, I do not like not to be a dick about it, but I was like, I do not want to buy any of these baked goods. And so I let him finish and I was like, 
I'm sorry, I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> and this motherfucker is like, oh, I'm from California. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> and so then he gave me his spiel in English. <laughs> you gotta be there even longer. So I bought <laughs> So I bought three boxes. <laughs> and my cousins were like, where did you get all this bread? <laughs> from the sober people. I was like, it was a guilt trip purchase. <laughs> totally worth it. Um, yeah. And conscience clear. That yes. <laughs> but to what extent should we prove people wrong? You know, like, if anything, it, some of it sounds like it would just be, like, exhausting. And sometimes, yeah. honestly, it is. And, yeah, you know, some people that you might be close to or work with or people who you want to see in your social group, you might want to let them know that part about you. But when it comes to proving people wrong for the people that don't matter in your life, you know, it's kind of like, okay, I can prove a point here mm-hmm. to show them that, you know, we're not all the same. We come in different colors and backgrounds and stuff like that but it's like gosh how much do you want to exhaust yourself just yeah. to, to prove something to, to one person yeah that's not a, a, a fixture in your life yeah so i think sometimes you just have to realize that it might not be something you want to do like 100 take it on because you don't want to give it the energy because unfortunately you might know that it's not going to result in anything i mean always always give it a shot and give it a go. You know, there had been some, uh, but in certain things, it's going to be a little bit tougher than others. And it is going to be kind of your, your choice to do or not do. And and at the end of the day, definitely always try for it, but sometimes it's going to take diff, a lot of different tries. It might not be in that first one. It might not be in the second one, but with time and that kind of just getting people on board, things do change. Do you want to add anything yeah. to our conversation? Assumptions are a good, bad thing that we need to break down. How, like, how much do we have to explain ourselves to white people? Zero, zero percent. Perfect. Fuck them. It's none of their business. Go suck a fucking dick. What the fuck does it matter where I'm from? Where the fuck are you from, dude? Connecticut. That wraps up our episode on why, why are, are you brown? brown? Let us know why you are brown on the Instagram post of this episode. Thank you for listening to another episode of Over the Wall Podcast. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Subscribe, rate, and review our podcasts. Send us an email to overthewallcast at gmail.com.